Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. I am your host, Mark C.B., and I am joined, as always, by Jeff Daly of the Michigan Dailies, now in Hollywood, California, and Ashley Garbolja Maldonado, who's going to tell us who this handsome lad is right here. Am I doing it right? Or <sighs> my husband. Yeah. That's not how you say it. He's so dreamy that he, he greets me every morning when I get to the office at 4 a.m. He's the first person I see every day. I think I am going to keep him here in my office, though, because he does look really good there. There is just so much. It's a lot to unpack right there. There's yeah. a lot to unpack. She couldn't um, even say she couldn't even say it like her uh, bingo my husband, square. My husband. my husband. I will say that prior to starting the show, when he did drag that in, and he did take a selfie and send it to my husband. Yeah. And he responded quicker than he normally responds to me. So. Well, I have to be nice to him because he's still hilarious. upset with me for not uh, watching Loki not he watching loki all the time he yeah goes, well, did he watch loki well i don't care and that's there's a lot of pressure on me to watch loki and understand what's going on and loki <laughs> is fairly complicated but i i'm downloading it i'm going on vacation next week to mexico i Ooh. will hopefully be watching it from cabo san lucas overlooking both the bay of baja and the uh is that what it's called is it bay of california i can't remember what it is and the pacific ocean we're kind of right around a mountaintop in the middle should be it's always a spectacular trip so you're a fancy fancy man sir yeah it's my my father my father-in-law my father-in-law is spectacular he has this really nice house in the mountains and he brings the whole family down like my brother-in-law and sister-in-law will be there and my little niece, who most famously appears in television commercials with Patrick Mahomes, will be there. Oh. She's always very popular with uh, with my children. So very excited. Because they're, they're Chiefs fans? Uh, no, it's because she's a girl cousin, which is always wildly popular with kids. <gasps> Whoa. Hey, we got a dog showing already. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah they, weird. There's weird. some commotion going on downstairs. I can hear it. We, we are cooking with Crisco here. Mm. All right, Jeff, we will start with you and the elephant in the room. Wait, wait no. The elephant in no. the room is my new hat. Wait, right. just stop talking okay. for a second. I'm just going to put my hat on, my new hat. No, I was going to say, I like, I like, what do you call the hat that you're wearing? This is a, a Boston Scally. Oh, is it, I mean, I do like it. It's Does a scal- that have anything to do with scallywags or whatever? Is that all I think part it's of it's some sort of Irish thing? All right, and then you do have you you have crowned yourself the Burger King. Is that what that is? I, yeah, I, somebody. Uh, I sent an email this week to uh, to IT, and they said yes, my king. So Holly or uh, Julie, rather, my executive assistant, brought in a crown so that I can have a crown. Which now, those are both those are both nice. Yes. But I, they don't, they don't really fit 
the, the color palette that I think you should be going for, would you please unveil your newest fashion statement? What? Yes, folks. National Judge sure. Advocate? Yes. And let's just, no, I, I need you to hold this for the whole time. And I don't know if, I don't know if anybody's yeah, going to play music uh, in the background for this, but I think it would be awesome. Holly, Holly's saying no, but I'll, I'll talk to Jarek. What? We're not just talking about any human being. You can't just hit this hat. You, right now, you need to be a member of the Matthews American Legion Post 83 in Virginia and been with the organization for how many years? 23 what? years. This is and 27 I, in the press, so just so you know. Uh, uh-huh. Are you in trouble? Oh, like? I th- no, I think that would have been my error. error. I am, though, the 10th person to wear this hat. There's only That's- been 10? There's been oh. 10. So they apparently average about 12 years to a side. So 12 years, baby. We got it. We're aiming for 12 years. Wait, but did can we talk about the, uh, some other things that you've received in your yeah. life? Yeah. You have a comp, you have a combat infantryman's badge, two armed forces expeditionary medals, the NATO medal, <laughs> two army achievement medals. And there's one that I see missing, strangely, for someone who is the arbiter of ethics and rule following in the American Legion. I don't, let me like double check. No, well, well, I don't well, see a good, I don't see a good conduct medal. Well documented, well documented. <laughs> I, I will say that I earned a good conduct medal. It just never got awarded. Okay. But uh, I, think it, I think it's amazing how random that you just happen to know all those facts about me. It's almost as if you were reading off of something. I mean, it is big news. It's in, uh, it's at legion.org. And I, I'm sure that the link will be there and you can see market being super comfortable, being in front of all those people shaking <laughs> the hand and getting yeah. his beautiful crimson hat. And you know what? In honor of today's show, uh, in your accolades, oh, look, look at this. I have from the Pat Tillman post, my Remember Everyone Deployed red hat. There you go. I have uh, from Gino's East, <laughs> the pizzeria from wow. Chicago. Yeah, I got that red hat. Wow. And... My favorite one that I'm going to wear the rest of the day are my Detroit Red Wings. Oh. So, yeah, other than that, I'm going to have to join the Marine Corps League. Otherwise, I'm never going to see a, a red a red hat like that. I, I will be honest. I When I got home, this was awarded last Thursday. And when I got home, I was absolutely exhausted because I had spent a week with meetings. And I set it on my nightstand. And all weekend, I would wake up and be like, why is there a red hat? Oh, yeah that happened it was it was very <laughs> surreal i'll say and people who know me know full well that the only thing i hate more than attention is if that goes on for too long and it was but it was very nice it was nice to have my wife there my wife got to come down and see the headquarters and got to go to the national executive committee room where i was uh I think unanimous, Holly, you can nod your head. I didn't hear anyone yell out no when they went to ratify me. I, I'm fairly confident the Virginia any seaman did tell me he voted against me, but he did it quietly so he can reserve the right to say bad things about me later on. But uh, it was it was not expected. I will tell you that it was I was you know what I was going to send you a cake, but I, I think uh, it violated some emblem code. So I, I just didn't, I just kept it and we consumed it ourselves. I, I didn't want to get to eat. I didn't want to get to eat and desist. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the very first person that, uh, that congratulated me was your boss out there in California. 
he did move right up front. The Department of, Cal Department of California commander, my good friend, Autry James, who we've had on the show, he moved right up to the front and took pictures and wasn't one of the first people. So that was, that was very nice. I was glad he stuck around to see it. But again, it's not like I, I didn't know if it was going to happen. I thought it was not going to happen till next year. So it was nice. I hate the attention. I hate, I hated seeing it on the national headquarters, Facebook page. And I will tell you that I've got 87,000 new Facebook friends and I'm trying to weed through them. So if you sent me in a request and I haven't clicked it yet, it's just, I haven't quite made it there. Well, I think you now need one of those blue checkmark celebrity pages because your oh, personal, right. your personal page will top out. I think it was at 5,000. Uh, I don't think we're, that's going to be a real threat. I, I don't think I'm, uh, I don't think the national judge advocate quite that popular, but uh. you know, Hey, this is the one position I've wanted for what 12 years now since I became a member of the bar. So pretty happy about it. So well, right, congratulations, good. sir. Now that's congratulations. out. So, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad it's all over. And now I can get to the, uh, the heavy lift of actually doing the legal stuff, but yep. Robert also says, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> turn around and say, turn around and Hi, say, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you watching over me, bud. You're dreamy. All right, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come back with uh, a lot less of me creeping on her husband. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. Hearing loss and tinnitus are the top service-connected disabilities. And we know that hearing issues can result in social isolation and loneliness. These issues in turn can lead to a host of other potential health conditions, especially for veterans. That's why staying connected with family and friends is so critical to our health. The Heroes with Hearing Loss program supports veterans facing the challenges of hearing loss and provides solutions to keep us connected. One of those solutions is the caption telephone which allows veterans to listen and read what is said over the phone, making it easier than ever to connect with those who matter most in our lives. Thanks to the sponsor of Heroes with Hearing Loss, Hamilton Captail. Caption telephones are available at no cost for veterans. Learn more at heroeswithhearingloss.org. Oh, there you go. That's there way more go. cinematic. All right, we're back. And uh, Ashley's husband had to leave. Actually, he's laying across my table right now because Holly put this thing together very poorly. And it just seems to be collapsing. So I don't know what exactly is going on. There. I actually think it was the editor of the magazine, Mr. Stouffer, who broke it. Uh, but I don't know. He, he he tipped over. He is laying on my desk. He's right here. If you could see a corner of <laughs> corner of your husband laying across my desk. All right. Enough of all that. Ashley, topic number two. Hit us. All right. So this one's an odd one. Maryland couple suspected of selling nuclear secrets will could will could spend the rest of their life in jail, according to Fox News. The Navy nuclear engineer and his wife accused of selling U.S. Navy submarine secrets to a foreign power could face potential maximum penalty of life in prison. Jonathan and Diane Toby of Annapolis were arrested Saturday in Jefferson County, West Virginia, on espionage-related charges. That's right, espionage-related charges. Federal prosecutors say that they should they they should uh, remain in custody pending the trials as they face potential maximum penalty of life and are at uh, serious risk of fleeing. 
The couple is being charged for violating the Atomic Energy Act, which restricts the disclosure of information related to atomic weapons and nuclear materials. Um, so this is really interesting. It's not only treasonous, it's treasonous, it's rare. And such individuals are obviously deemed traitors and should be accountable for the full extent of the law. And that's, of course, paraphrased according to the United States Secretary of the Navy, Thomas Bodley. So what's fascinating about this, and I just want to point this out, that the Tobys supposedly hid data cards and items such as peanut butter sandwiches, a Band-Aid, a, a Band-Aid wrapper, and a chewing gum package so that information could be picked up by who they believed was a foreign spy operative authority, say. Can we just take a moment? That, that's, that's 100% where I was going. It was even a half-eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And they shoved a computer, you know, a external hard drive thing into the sandwich and left it in a bag on it. Now, of course, it was the FBI that was doing all this, but like, it's just the whole thing's preposterous. Like the wife was apparently like standing on the periphery watching all this to make sure it went down quietly. Like down. I, I just don't understand. I, like, I don't know. It just seems really ridiculous i mean it's i wonder like what the heck right how much money were they trying to like give them i mean like i just i'm just trying to imagine if it was strawberry grape jelly like that's what's important right now i'm just kidding yeah what do they think they're gonna pull it out and lick it off or like i and it's not even clear what foreign power they're trying to sell it smucker's jelly sorry yeah yeah That's all. I mean, I don't really have a. This is a spoof of a spy, right? A spy movie, right? It's like now, James Bond, James Bumble, or so, it's just so ridiculous. And putting it, a homeless man could have picked up that half-eaten uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And, and as you were saying, she watched it go down. I'm like, watched it go down a, a homeless man's throat as he eats this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The 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 fact the fact is we we're focusing on this because they're such idiots, right? America's dumbest criminals. Uh, But I'm also curious as, and this story isn't going to probably cover it, uh, but the fact that they were able to get a a USB drive out Out of a skiff. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't know what the security breach was there. Um, Perhaps employees will no longer be allowed to bring sack lunches and they'll hmm. curb the yeah. whole thing. Uh, but it's they're re- like the criminals here are ridiculous. But I hope that that doesn't undermine the need to examine security protocols because uh, they, they literally beat it with a, a sandwich. Well, Chelsea Manning was sneaking out information on a CD that he had written Lady Gaga on, which I thought was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard until we got to the peanut butter and jelly. I, I, I don't, apparently I mean, from what I read too, they like, they wrote to this foreign power and we're like, Hey, we're willing to sell these secrets. And the foreign power took it to our consulate in whatever country it was and was like, Hey, this dude's trying to sell stuff. And that's how the FBI got onto him. And it's like, I, I, that doesn't sound very organic. Like it just seems like this person was just selling out. It doesn't seem like they necessarily had a 
political axe to grind. I, I don't know. The whole thing seems weird. Ash? Lee? I'm going to put her in jealous that I'm not. No, just kidding. Wow. Um, <laughs> unreal. Just so silly. Just stupid. I, I, yeah. I mean, they're, they are so dumb. And I did see one thing. It, it made me a little bit more sad in this whole humorous thing is they apparently have kids and no one knows where they, I, the whole thing. I, I don't know. It seems yeah, they've got kids and apparently she was a school teacher and she's been indefinitely suspended obviously well, with everything. So she's in jail. I, I mean, <laughs> dude, if it's me, if I'm selling info to a foreign, I'm putting it, a, I'm going to take it out in the middle of the woods. I'm going to bury the thing and then send them a Ted did. 10 digit coordinate and say just start digging you'll find it eventually i'm certainly not handing it over in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the middle of a town where the fbi is going to film me the whole day. like the whole thing like i don't know there's two lessons for the for the the wannabe spies that may be out there number one you don't prospect for espionage so you don't right. just cold yep. call yeah and say that you're gonna hey right. i want to be a spy with you and then right. two, it's smuckers, not smugglers. So you have to know the difference. Wow. And, and you'll stay safe. There you go, kids. There you go. Maybe it's a double, no, instead of 007, it's 008. Get it? Eight, the PB&J. Uh, <laughs> oh, you saved me from my bad joke. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not pitching in on this one. We'll go to topic three here. <laughs> this one actually is kind of a startling story to me. Um, really? It's, yeah, it, it legitimately is uh, from the wall street journal u.s troops have been deployed in taiwan for at least a year a u.s special operations unit and a contingent of marines have been secretly operating in taiwan to train military forces there u.s officials said part of efforts to shore up the island's defenses as concern regarding potential chinese aggression mounts um, about two dozen members of u.s special operations and support troops are conducting training for small units of taiwan's ground forces the official said U.S. Marines are working with local maritime forces on small boat training. The American forces have been operating in Taiwan for at least a year, the official said. So we've got two here. Like, it sounded like it might be Green Berets were doing one thing, and then, like, the Marine Recon guys, I'm assuming, is the small boat operators. It sounded like it might have been two different groups, but there was a quote here from Matt Pottinger, a distinguished visiting fellow at Stanford University's conservative Hoover Institute. Um, he said, Taiwan badly neglected its national defense for the 15, first 15 years or so of this century, buying too much expensive equipment that will get destroyed in the first hours of a conflict and too little in the way of cheaper but lethal systems, anti-ship missiles, smart sea mines, and well-trained reserve and auxiliary forces. That seems very right to me. Like, if you've got too much high-tech stuff, I mean, I think the Chinese can blow it out pretty quick. And then you're then you're really back to, uh-oh, what are we going to do now? So I'm a big fan of training up the troops over buying heavy, you know, heavy-duty military stuff. But this is all kinds of a bad situation. Uh, China is obviously pretty upset with the whole thing. So uh, not looking good for uh, not looking good for either side. But Ash, what did you take away from this one? Yeah, I'm I'm all for training up our, our troops. I think this is fascinating. I, I know that in the past we've talked about like 
if there were to be a next like war, it would be like China and Eastern Asia, just with all the situations that are going on. And this does not surprise me. Jeff? Well, I would say, I'm not going to go as far as to say that it doesn't surprise me. Um, I think we've been, we've been act, you know, we've been preparing for an eventual uh, standoff with, with China for a long time. It, as I, one of my rants of previous shows was when the Marine Corps got rid of tanks because they wanted lighter things to do island hopping campaigns uh, in, in that region of the world because of China. And, you know, all the things that we're doing offshore with, uh, we have another story coming up soon, but if things that we're doing around in that area, it, it doesn't surprise me. What does kind of surprise me is, and it probably shouldn't, is the, the strategy of people's military uh, leadership. If, if you can afford five big things, yeah. which are now, because you don't have enough of them, they're just right. five big targets. Yep. So if, uh, if, if, if those get targeted and which they will, and you don't have enough of them, you're now, you have nothing versus if, you know, like they're, like they're trying to do now is have smaller, more agile things that, uh, they can actually afford to have a good supply of replenish fix and, and train a lot of people to be able to use them they're probably gonna be far more effective because if they get way too deep in this, they're never gonna be alone. I mean, the big guns literally will be coming <laughs> to, to assist. So there's, it, that doesn't make any sense to me, but uh, the, so I don't know if I'm surprised. I'm a little uh, not confident yeah. in, in, the Taiwan, I don't, not that I ever had any reason to be confident or not confident, but I'm not super confident in Taiwan's ability to, uh, to make smart decisions and be a great strategic partner. So, I mean, other than their proximity, they do have location, 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 but unfortunately we're not selling condos. So we do need to have, uh, we do need to have some people in there. So. If, and I, if you're, if, if you're looking at the face Miss Holly is making, it's because I just texted her, you're not on mute. And now she's running her brain over everything she might have said or done or in typed. the last 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she did not do anything. I just happened to realize you are not on mute when your uh, computer beat there, Miss Holly. So you're good. Well, then when she then when she made that face, I couldn't, I was trying to figure out if I... If I miss said something and it came out sounding inappropriate. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I could see you trying to noodle through what you had also said. And <laughs> we can only we can only have one person uncomfortable at a time on this show. I don't think we've got enough. I don't think we've got enough wherewithal to let to go all the way through it. All right. Oh, I think because I, I thought when I said, Oh, we're not selling condos, I go, Oh, did I muffle that? Did it sound like condoms? And I <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you did not. But thank you for adding that. And we're glad that you clarified. <laughs> All right, let's take our next commercial break and we'll discuss Jeff Daly and his uh, malapropisms. Is that what you call those things? I don't I know, think. but you're introducing a lot of words to me lately. Yeah, I think that's what it is called when you uh, say the wrong thing. But I could be wrong on that. We'll be back in just a minute with Rapid Fire, which will be more rapid and less fire, hopefully. The American Legion is veteran strength in America. 
We are in your community, supporting veterans, service members, and their families, enriching the lives of young people, and promoting citizenship and patriotism. Our members are passionate about these core values. Help strengthen America by joining the American Legion today. For more information, go to legion.org slash join. We're back with Rapid Fire. This uh, article, Jeff and I were kind of giggling about this the other day because he managed to see the exact same thing I did. But it's from a story from the New York Times entitled Something Shook New Hampshire. What caused the boom is a mystery. And uh, essentially, there was a big boom in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. The National Earthquake Information Center says they have no idea what it was. But we got to this, uh, this one part where they're interviewing this guy named Dan Bryan, who was at his home in New Boston, New Hampshire, which is 20 miles northwest of Nashville, New Hampshire, sipping kombucha and playing a video game with his wife when he heard what he thought was a large explosion, which I don't know why that cracks me up so much, but like, who's just sitting around their house drinking, sipping kombucha and playing video games. But uh, Jeff, at the end of this story was the part that I wanted to bring it up. People are speculating that there is a base, the New Boston Space Force Station, which is supposed to be tracking satellites. But do we think this big sonic boom that may or may not have been some sort of geological noise do you we think that's space force related well like like i i responded to you it's it's either space force or the reason we need space force yes is it the next big boom did another universe get uh created there i don't know Ooh, i don't know interesting in which case would it be like sliders we could go through that little wormhole into a universe where dinosaurs still exist Sliders. It's I haven't had breakfast yet. So it's you didn't, you never food. watched Sliders? No, let's not bring up food. Oh, you're talking about a TV show. Uh, one of your say. one of your things that only you and Ashley watch. Ashley, did you watch Sliders? I did not. <gasps> oh, Ashley, wow. you so let me down. Wow. I'm so sorry. Nerd well, cred I drops. We were talking about the food because I'm real nerd hungry. cred <laughs> drops. Well, I, I'm troubled because I had this conversation with sorry. one of our executive assistants the other day and she had never watched it either but we were talking because you know Gimli from Lord of the Rings was one of the stars of Sliders and he is the only person I'm aware of who has played a human king a dwarf and an elf in three different shows and it, we ended up on Sliders but neither here <laughs> nor there hmm. yeah he was an he was an elf if in case you're curious in uh, uh what was that oh the Shannara Chronicles which I, it was pretty dreadful. Don't watch it. All right, rapid fire two. Uh, 11 sailors injured after the USS Connecticut submarine struck an object underwater earlier this month. Mm. That is living terror for me right there. Just reading this story causes a lot of anxiety. Ashley, is, the, is that the worst thing you can imagine, being in a submarine and then hitting something? Well, first of all, I would never put myself in a submarine. Right. I am. What is that? I have no desire to do that. Kudos to all those who train and can be in that tiny, tiny little space under pressurized water. Right. Like a, you're just. That's the part. Goes wrong. It's just poof. I don't mind small spaces, but I really do not like the fact that you can't get out of it. Yeah. There's I nowhere to go. 
Isn't that kind of the fear of small spaces? Well, I mean, like, I don't mind being in the back of a car, but I know if I get out of the car, I'm going to be breathing air. You get out of the little submarine, you're done. Like, you're going to get crushed. Crushed. I don't know. This terrifying. Not not my speed. Not of any interest. No, and it's interesting that you that you talk about being the most uh, one of the scariest things because when you're in a submarine, and you if you feel and hear hitting something, you don't like you don't you don't know if the the if it's a breach. Uh, You don't know if it's taken on water. You don't know if it's the first of many things that are about to hit you because uh, I'm sure they're scrambling around just trying to figure out like the panic level and I I, I don't remember like you said there were uh, 11 injured this right. wasn't this wasn't a tap right. you, you injured 11 people so well we may this, never we may never know what they hit well it's to, to me it's even worse the fact that like a submarine does not stop on a dime so when you hit something you're presumably still moving in whatever direction you were and then there's got to be a fear for a while. Like, are we going to hit something else? That would, I don't know. Terrifying story as far as I'm concerned. All right. Rapid fire number three. Uh, I kind of love this story, but leading lawmaker to Space Force. Stop talking about uniforms and tell me about tech. This is from uh, Breaking Defense. Where I don't know exactly who is this. Uh, this was from BreakingDefense.com. Um I don't know, Jeff, if you have those uniforms, you talk about uniforms, right? You go with, you go with what's winning you. Right. It's, it's, it's a, you know, a lot of these congressional things are just a show anyway. And I would have, it would have been funny if they would have said, you don't have the clearance to know about our technology, sir. So we're giving you, we're giving you what you're privy to. And do we really want on whatever this is being broadcast on being covered by the world's journalists, do we really want to talk about our tech? Because that congressman did go on to say, I want to hear about these things. We need to be, he's sounding really, really macho. Like I think he must be in for a tough re-election. But I'm like, we want to be 20 years ahead of our nearest peer. And like, yeah, and you you know how you stay that way? You don't talk about it in public. (laughs) So I I don't, he, he doesn't impress me. And uh I don't know. He is the chair of the Armed Services Committee, which was kind of what befuddled me. It's like, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, they're talking about their uniform. I, what do you, oh, yeah, we just developed this really top secret <laughs> radar. Like, what do you want them to tell you? Like, the only thing they could talk about is their diagonal buttons. Ashley, what do you got? I love this quote from uh, the Tennessee Democrat. Uh, Jim, our representative, Jim Cooper, yeah. he goes, I wish we were, I wish we were reading the papers more about killer new satellite systems instead of killer uniforms or big, bold headquarters. And I'm just like, I don't know why, like, I just picture him in front of the podium. And I think of that scene in the office where Dwight is like raising his hands and he's like trying to completely motivate this, like auditorium and for some reason that's where my brain goes when I think about this because it's all like a show of force which is ironic because Space Force can't really show us what they do so that's my thoughts on that killer uniforms put asses in seats let's just be honest like you gotta go with you gotta go with what you got and 
talking about new satellite systems, probably not going to bring all the kids to the schoolyard. It's going to be the new uniforms. Well, and OPSEC, you know, you can't, there I, is, there is always OPSEC. Like, you know, we can't all be leaking computer drives in half eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So you got to go with, you know, what, what sort of sartorial elegance do you have for me today? All right. Uh, Jeff, this one, I, I mean, uh, I think well, before that, you go there, before we go there, I just have to say your droppage of language today is really showing that white hat, that red hat is having a positive effect on you. And uh, dude, I got my own flag. Look at this. Vexillologists right? all over the world are like, holy crap, he's got his own flag. And there you go again. That's <laughs> not a roll. Just What's wrong with vexillology? There's nothing wrong with it. I just, in general conversation, this will be the only time in my life that it probably ever comes up. Ah, it comes up if you watch Big Bang Theory. Don't you watch Big Bang Theory? No, you don't. I don't even know why. That was the biggest waste of time of any question I've ever asked. All right. Rapid fire number four. This story, just you got to read this one. Military.com. A Marine may have brought a wild cougar back to his barracks. The jokes literally write themselves. Uh, they do. And, and there is some question as to whether the cougar was stuffed. Again, <laughs> just go read the article. Military.com, though, getting very, very funny. Uh, they seem to have adopted a task and purpose sort of persona for this story. I thought it was great. Jeff, did you like this one or not? I did like it. It's uh, it's it's interesting to me because I would, when you know, being a Marine, I was more worried about the guys that were bringing in kittens a little too kitten-like yeah. and yeah. not the cougar. So it was, I was like, whew, at least she's legal. Oh, the, it's that kind of cougar. The so basis they, of this is literally like a picture just came out with what appears to be a shirtless Marine sitting there with a cougar curled up in his lap. And I'm talking about like a bobcat here, folks. And it is pretty surreal looking but would it i mean it wouldn't beggar belief to just walk in somebody's room and find that they had a wild man-killing animal in there right i mean this kind of thing happens a lot ash what do you think besides the chuckle what do you got <laughs> this shit is so funny <laughs> i because the caption of the picture was literally it's a full-grown cat it's the second largest cat in north america people never forget when we got a mountain lion into the barracks and that was the caption of the picture that went out and now nobody knows if it's real or if it was a fake picture or if it's a stuffed cougar (laughs) i just love the fact that the whole story is freaking everyone out i think it's the logbook it never happened right that's exactly right the only person that would know about this was that Navy guy who talked about the perversity of the enlisted men. I mean, this <laughs> is perfect. This is so perfect. All I right. Love uh, I love all of it. That one wore me out. All right. Yeah. We all can't right. do I, any more rapid fires today. You ready? Ready for my shout out? This is yeah. a word. I, this is something I never thought would happen. My shout out today is to Denzel Washington, <laughs> the newest sergeant, major of the army. Uh, it's honorary, of course, but hey, shout out to Denzel Washington for getting the, uh, you know, Sergeant Major of the Army Award uh, or being named an honorary Sergeant Major of the Army. He was great in glory. I don't honestly know what else he's done, but he's clearly done something what? to deserve this. I mean, he's done something. 
I he's don't, done I just a don't. million. He's done a million things. I meant like what he's done for the military. I don't know. Oh. What yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know what warrants being sergeant honorary sergeant major. I didn't know that was. I didn't even know that was a thing. I, does he get a golden clipboard to write down uniform deficiencies? I don't know what actually happens with this, but hey, that's off to you, Mr. Washington. Congratulations. And that's it. Who's got the next shout out? I'm going to do a quick one in honor of you in your red hat. I'm going to put on this, remember everyone deployed hat, from when we were at National Convention. Uh, I bought this at the Pat Tillman Post, and I met some people there. They were really good really good folks and they even got some money out of me to purchase this hat so i'm gonna give a shout out to the pat tillman post in arizona i really wanted to go with you guys that night i can't remember what i had going on but i remember everyone was leaving and going to the pat tillman post i could not go but glad you guys had a good time it's still there so we can i mean every time i go to arizona i seem to get kidney stones so i don't know that i'll make it back anytime soon yeah, there's like a high mineral content in the water in Arizona. Interesting. Yeah. So you walk time. into a library, that happens. Walk yeah. In, come to Arizona. Apparently, every time I go happens. to Arizona, I get kidney stones. That's, <laughs> that is suboptimal, let me tell you. Well, I have a shout out as well, <gasps> if I may. All right. Whoa, whoa. All right. So um, this month, I had a really great opportunity to um, go to the Kenneth Nash Post, uh, Post 8, which is in Washington, D.C., and they had partnered up with um, Irreverent Warriors. So Irreverent Warriors is best known as uh, for their support network of veterans and uh, just kind of bringing communities together um, through therapeutic events across the country. So their main event is the Silky Hike and they had their DC ah. Silky Hike um, this month and the Kenneth Nash uh, Post was able to partner up with them. So I had a really great opportunity. I got invited out there by Jeff and I's mutual friend, Carol and julie and they're like hey come check this out and ironically a previous guest on our podcast um tanner Escara, who runs the born the battle podcast yeah, yeah, was yeah. participating so i saw a bunch of folks out there in the community post 9 11 vets everyone in silky shorts a lot of really high speed low drag folks a lot of com- a lot of comedic uh atmosphere if you will but there was a lot of people lot of people like I have never seen so many post 9-11 veterans in one post in place we were out on the streets we like had everything blocked off the post had prepared um food and um just kind of decorated the entire hall to really just welcome them so it was a really great opportunity to show um the partnership uh, availability or um options, if you will, for veteran organizations like the American Legion to partner with irrelevant or excuse me, irreverent warriors to provide uh, services and um, just kind of mutual helpfulness. Uh, and for those who aren't aware of like what they do, um, their whole mission is to bring together others, uh, you know, veterans community through humor, camaraderie to improve mental health and prevent veteran suicide. Um, this was an amazing group. We had raffles. I know and I will say my husband and I went around and um, collected donations and we were, we had a little competition and I did win. I will say that, but we collected donations for veterans charities. Um, uh, so yeah, 
it was it was really great we had a really robert's getting nothing out of me until i see the picture of him in silkies because i just looked i was wearing the silkies i I was gonna say i literally just went on your facebook page to see if there were any (laughs) robert silky pictures and there were not no from from actual latin hips yeah yeah (laughs) i'll see what i can do Ah, what a, for you, Mark. What a dreamboat the guy is. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's my shout out. I just want to say thank you to, to the the post and also to Irreverent Warriors for um, working with the American Legion on this awesome uh, event. It is uh, that Kenneth Nass Post Eight is at two twenty four D Street in Southeast, and I believe that's the post I went to last time. It's Ashley and I went there. Yeah, and I went there when I was. That's what I thought. That's the I think I wore. Did I wear a t-shirt on the show? Robert is officially a member of that post now. Is he really? Yeah, he just he transferred and he got his auxiliary all squared away. He's getting his son since he's like a quad member. Is he doing all of his all of his memberships at what at that one post? I think he may, but they don't have a legion, right? Like they don't have a riders. Mm -hmm. And it's been like requested but just because of being in the city and the location i don't think it's going to work out well with the residential right there um you know it's like right on the corner there's like a little bit of a park there's a school right there and then there's just all residential and it's a few blocks behind um congressional there you go that's and that's where i had we had done something uh with congress and we had used the post as our base it's it's a very nice Mm -hmm. post if i recall correctly yeah All right, folks, don't forget to subscribe to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. While you're there, don't forget to rate us, preferably five-star, and leave us a review. You can send us feedback and love notes at tangoalphalima at legion.org. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Ashley, wonderful as always to see you. I hope we can... uh, we can see you in sort of a less pixelated thing next time. I don't know what's going on with the internet there at Southeast DC, but uh, Holly, as always, it's lovely seeing you make weird faces at us that we can't quite figure out what you're doing. But everyone, thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.